are our first episode of 2020 unfiltered and i'm excited about this like i'm here with the girls and i will let me back up i want to let our viewers our listeners know how we got here how we got to this point so two years ago was it two years kid a year yeah about two about two years ago we chilling in the office and I'm having one of my brainstorm sessions and was like, you know what? I really do want to start a magazine. And so that led to conversations and he and I had really just met, but I already knew once I decided I wanted to have a magazine that Kia would be the creative director because she's a dope graphic designer. And that's something I wouldn't have to do myself. And like from there, it just took off. I'm so grateful that we were able to add Taylor Marie, Kendra to the team. And I think we had great success. Like to say we legit launched a magazine, put issues out, um, mm-hmm. interviewed some heavy hitters. Like if I have to say my all time fave, my interview with CeeLo, like that was amazing. So I'm so grateful. I love what we've done thus far. However, we're switching gears. And I think just going along with where we are in society right now, where we are as a nation and just things, just being more digital, it makes more sense for us to capitalize on that and have a digital platform. And so here we are, we're chatting it up twice a month. We definitely want people to tune in and we definitely want feedback, like talk back to us, even though it's not live, it's not a live platform, but you can always leave comments and hit us up with ideas that you may have and so forth. But it's just what the title says, 2020 Unfiltered. Real conversation with real women. We'll say real people because we may have some guys on here from time to time, but we're just having girl talk. We'll say y'all, what do y'all have to say about it? I'm excited. I think this will be a nice uh, segue into what we're doing now. Um, And I hope the viewers, y'all will, you know, interact with us, let us know your thoughts. Because we would love to go back and forth with you through the comments or, you know, maybe put you up on the story, show, you know, everyone what you think. But yeah, I'm excited for it. Same. Yeah, I think this is going to be a great opportunity to, you know, let our readers get to know us each individually. And then additionally, share our thoughts on current topics so they don't feel alone. Like this is something that we can all discuss together. Absolutely. All right. Very exciting. <laughs> Absolutely. Then, you know, you guys, the viewers, the audience will get to have an idea of what we're like in real life person. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, we are real people who have real life experiences just like y'all. So, again, if comments, interact with us, questions, whatever, let us know. All right. So let's jump right in. Yesterday, I went on a boat ride with some of my LSs, shout out Delta Sigma Theta Sorority, ooh. And it really was overcoming a fear for me. Like, I didn't realize initially when we planned this outing and I agreed to go and pay my money, I didn't know that a boat ride was involved. I thought I was preparing for a meal or something like that. So (laughs) I didn't want to look like Elaine for lack of better terms, and be like, oh, I can't go because your girl is scared to be on a boat. Like, I'm a control freak. Anybody who knows me knows that. If I'm on a boat, I'm not in control of the situation. 
but I overcame that fear yesterday. So I want to ask y'all, what is a fear that you personally recently overcame? Hmm. That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, I guess mine would be just like stepping out um, on my own. Like I've already been on my own um, since I was what, like 21. Um, but moving to another state and just like, I, I don't have any family here. So I don't, I didn't even have any real friends here. So just like stepping out on faith and just being completely independent in every single way. Like knowing that if something breaks down or something crazy happens, there's not somebody that I can call that's going to run to my rescue and fix it. It's like, I'm actually on my own now. So that was something big to overcome. How's that been for you? It's been good. Like it, it showed me so much. And now I'm wanting to do even more other things that's independent. Like I planned a trip that I'm gonna go on by myself. So wow. I, I'm loving it. Like it's it's making me step into anything that I was fearful of. I'm I'm diving head head first towards it. I like that. Okay. Yeah, I love that. You only have one life, so might as well live mm-hmm. it to the fullest. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> One of mine actually is like doing something like this. I don't really, I don't like public speaking, even though it's just between us right now, but it will be on the platform. And I'm not really used to like putting myself out there like that. Um, But literally today Um, I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get out of my comfort zone because they always say stuff doesn't grow there. So I was like, I made a promise to myself this year that I wanted to like, you know, do new things, do something I don't usually do. So that's actually, this is one of the things that I'm like getting over, you know, my fear of. I love it. Okay, well, for me, it's very simple, but it wasn't that simple when I was in it because (laughs) I'm 35 and I, Lord, I rode them skates. (laughs) I have never, that was the first time trying to learn it. And you know, I didn't want to go because (laughs) I wanted like, you know, I'm gonna fall and I'm 35 and everyone's gonna look and I had the Marie, I'm I'm there with you. I can't (laughs) skate for nothing. I like the skating, but it's it's sad. It's sad how I've been falling. So you know, the embarrassment, I understand that. Yeah. I was like, I know, and then of course. The man was like, oh, come on, just do it. And then I have a nine-year-old who doesn't know how. My four-year-old, she's like a pro. I don't know how, but <laughs> knows how to skate. Mm-hmm. But my nine-year-old, he, he, you know, I didn't teach him all. I don't know how, so how can I teach him? But I was like, well, he didn't want to go. And I was like, well, mommy don't know how to skate either. So <laughs> we both did it, learn, and we're going to fall and whatever, you know. But I, I had to just do it, you know, for, for my son to show him, like, Shoot, mommy's 35 and I didn't know, but I'm still willing to learn. So it's never too late to learn new things. That's right. That's awesome. I'm so proud of y'all. We are doing it. So speaking of doing it, I saw a hashtag today that says hashtag I do it. Hashtag masturbation may. So in seeing that, I read this article and it says, 88% of Americans masturbate, yet over 40% are scared to talk about it. So I want to know, are y'all in the 40% or are y'all in the 60 that aren't afraid to have conversation? I've had the conversations with a 
select group of people before. <laughs> so it's not like yeah. I'm completely shy away from it. I think it, at least for me, depends on, you know, who I'm having the conversation with. Okay. Same, same. Like, I don't mind talking about it with like, you know, friends and stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> sometimes it gets awkward if it's like a family member there. <laughs> But um, uh, yeah. here. right. So yeah. I was like, you know, and I mean, me and Taylor have talked about sexual stuff, but not like never mas- masturbation or anything like that. So yeah, that that part is you know a little awkward, but <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm in both. I'm in both. Like Taylor said, it depends on who it is. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I think more so knowing that there will be people who will view this that we don't know that's what makes me like I don't know but if it's y'all I'm cool but yeah <laughs> okay well here's something that I learned I didn't know I didn't know that there were health benefits to masturbation did y'all know that yep mm-hmm. I did <laughs> well, so the three who do not know how to skate knew that there were health benefits <laughs> to masturbation I'm not even gonna do any type of correlation there. <laughs> but that's interesting. I didn't know that. So Jessamine Stanley, who I interviewed last year, super dope chick, she actually posted about it. And I I wanna say the hashtag for the campaign now is I do it and you fill in the blank. So hers was I do it to get back to a sense of normal or something like that. And I, I hate that I'm misquoting right now. So I was thinking about it, like what would be my I do it hashtag? But before I review, reveal mine, what are yours? Oh, um, <laughs> well, this one's kind of normal, I guess. It can be about anything, right? No. Oh, about masturbation? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else can go first. <laughs> Don't think it's gonna be me. I need to think about that one. Yeah. Okay, so I'll save mine. A lot of times, I'll say in the past more so than anything. Um, hashtag newlywed. So <laughs> I think first of all, and that's interesting. I'm glad that I said it that way because previously I thought that that was just something to do if there wasn't another person around. But then I thought deeper into it. And I was like, well, you know, a lot of times I would do it just to put myself to sleep. Like if I couldn't sleep at night, then I could say hashtag I do it to go to sleep. Okay. Got you. I could say I do it to de-stress. Yeah. I did see that one a lot. I did see that a lot when I searched hashtag. Um, Mine would be hashtag I do it because I'm bored. Oh, yeah, like, <laughs> nothing going on. Okay. Okay. I love it. I love it. Okay. Mine would be hashtag to seduce. Hashtag I do it in front of my man. <laughs> okay. I like that. I like that. Ah, okay. Cool beans. Cool beans. So I'm going to transition a little bit to our main discussion for today. Thank y'all so much for the open and candid discussion in the beginning. This topic is a little more sensitive, a little more serious, but it's so right now. As women of color, I wanna know how are you affected right now by 
the race relations in our country. Speaking for myself, I find myself saying all the time now, I'm just tired. Like for me, of course I wasn't born, none of us were born when Dr. King was killed or when Malcolm X was killed. But for me, the George Floyd murder was so pivotal. Like I could not believe that we were living in a day and time where we watched a man be murdered right in front of us um, to the point to where it was reminiscent of the things that we saw like growing up as far as in history during the civil rights movement. And I started to feel like, well, maybe this is the rebirth of civil rights movement. And maybe this is now our time in history to make a difference. But as a black woman, I'm just tired. I'm tired of seeing black men targeted. I'm tired of seeing black boys live in fear. I'm tired of seeing just blatant attacks with no regard. But on the flip side of that, I'm also um, a little optimistic based on the jury finding him guilty on all counts. Um, it's disheartening across the board, even with the Asian hate. And the fact that we have to have a hashtag now to say, stop Asian hate. We we still have to say Black Lives Matter. Like, y'all, I'm just tired. How are y'all feeling? Same. Like, mm-hmm. exhausted. Honestly, I feel like I've become kind of desensitized to certain things that I see mm-hmm. in the news. And I hate that because it's like, someone's losing their life and I honestly just be like that's just what it is now because it seems like it's something every single day um so yeah I'm with you on feeling tired and I almost feel helpless sometimes because I'm like I don't know what I can do to help either um last summer when you know the stuff happened with George Floyd I did go to the protest and everything um but it's like I protested and I don't know what else to do besides that or right. donating. So yeah, that's just kind of how I feel about it. It's heavy. It's really heavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think tired is an understatement at this point. <laughs> we just, you know, fed up at this point, but at the same time, it, what can we do, right? Uh, now as a therapist, I can do as far as like, you know, helping people who are struggling with that and. But personally, that thing is hard to balance and to juggle, you know, um, as a person who was deeply immersed in the African-American community and, you know, that community becoming my family, mm-hmm. that was hard, right? And then the Asian hate came and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, that's, I, I didn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I didn't really know that I was impacted really big until I was driving <laughs> to work and a truck behind me, a pickup truck, of course, with not gonna sugarcoat it with a white male and an older one. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just was going, happened to go behind me the whole way until like I got off and I was starting to panic. Wow. And then we got to a red light and he got out of his car. And I literally, I was like, I froze. I didn't know what to do. Like I was panicking. 
I don't know what he did. He just, whatever, fixed something. But to me, <laughs> I was really scared and I didn't know until that day, you know, and I, that's something I, of course, want to discuss with my own therapist, but it's, it's tough. It's scary. Um, it's real. That's what I was going to touch on, uh, Marie, is being on alert. Like, I think we're all on extra alert because of everything that's happened. Um, just seeing, you know, all the senseless deaths that have occurred within the last, what, month or two? Like, you know, the young men and young women being killed, it just put me into high alert because I'm like, oh my God, are we about to experience what we experienced last summer all over again? It's just going to be, right. you know, a constant cycle. Is this how every spring and summer goes now? So it's, I'm just very cautious. You know, I'm, I'm constantly telling friends and family, you know, just be alert. You know, if something's going on, just do the right thing, say the right thing. You know, you're just trying to tell any person of color to be alert and be prepared because you just don't know anything can happen at this moment. I mean, it's it's crazy in our country right now. It and is. And so it real quick and next thing you know, somebody's dead. Right, right. Yeah. It's, it's interesting how you just said, Taylor, you know, you tell your loved one, do the right thing, say the right thing what is that like that's the thing because because i can guarantee you just about every person that was killed they probably didn't even do anything wrong they 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 said and did the things they knew to do yet somehow they still ended up dead right. so what is the right thing like you said what is the right thing to say or do mm -hmm. i feel like honestly that ain't it can't because of the color of our skin and the way my eyes look yep. yeah you know the so. change has to be the people who are like you know doing the attacks or white supremacy basically yeah they have to change their yeah yeah because i mean you look at everybody that was like brianna taylor was sleeping in her own house right right, right. Was like running or jogging or whatever so it's like you can't really it's like you can't even do anything because if somebody thinks that like you're a threat and they kill you then it's like okay there's nothing you can really do on your part right right i um i refuse to say his name but i was telling my husband the only reason i feel like the police officer who murdered george floyd was convicted was because it was his own peers that testified against him had that not been the case then i don't believe we would have seen a conviction and i agree that it it has to come the change has to come from them there's I don't want to say that our protests are in vain or our marches are in vain by no means because I mean I'm an 80s baby so I grew up in the whole say it loud I'm black and I'm proud era I'm for that however I just feel like true change can only come about if it comes from the other side like there's nothing mm -hmm. that we can do there's there's no way that we can really protect ourselves like I don't know. I for me it's prayer. I have to stay prayed up. And that's that's where I get my peace. But I wanted to ask you specifically, Marie. Um, I love the fact that you're a therapist and you said that you actually have a therapist. But what what can you tell us or what what advice can you give us as far as how to not become desensitized totally to this, but also not get totally bogged down in it? Right, right. So at this point, it's about balance, right? So the human part of you, it's a, you know, the anxiety, the the worry, and just 
the uncertainty it's it's okay like reassuring yourself you know what i do have reasons to feel this way right i'm not crazy and it doesn't matter what people think or what others say because this is your life you you experience it you feel your feelings and not other people so really at this point screw what they say and what they think and and at the same time not staying in that space you know there has to be a balance of okay you know what i'm gonna just let myself be but at the same time okay well i also have this and this and this responsibility and i also still have to take care of myself so it has to be a balance of both got it got it before we close out today this is something that i want us to do every time before we end the session let's set one goal for the upcoming week or the next two weeks not as too much time the upcoming week let's set a goal for the upcoming week and i'll start my goal for this week is to completely get my office area organized to unpack and this is like the only place where i still have boxes and i moved in in january so to finally get these boxes unpacked and get my office area organized i will do that this week okay you got it girl (laughs) (laughs) um mine would be to finish i'm doing some websites right now so um, i'm trying to get what i need to get to all of my clients before the end of this week is done and um at least work out three times this week because i slacked off last week yeah okay i think i'm gonna piggyback off of yours here i'm gonna try to actually get in the gym and eat healthy this week before yeah. I take my trip. <laughs> yeah, that part. <laughs> we all got that workout in the back of our head, right? Right. Used to be a gym rat, but not anymore. Um, but I still, I feel like yoga and meditation is so mandatory, especially with the type of stuff I do. And so I managed to do that at least three, four times a week. So the goal is though this week is to be less stressed out because it's my graduation weekend yes and you know we got people coming so (laughs) and i'm very like okay i need certain things done and it's clean and you know so to just woosah (laughs) right right. well big congrats to you i'm so excited i hate that we aren't going to be there but are they live streaming it or will we yes. be able to watch it? you guys the link. Yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. Sound good. Well, oh, oh, before we leave, we, oh, okay. We have to tell you two ladies a, ha- a early happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Early Thank happy Mother's Day. <laughs> Thank you. You two are amazing mothers. You got great children. Just want to say happy Thank Mother's Day to you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. This was dope, y'all. Yeah, I love it. So now I'm going to say we can sign off and um, maybe you can de-stress Taylin. And if you're bored, Kia, (laughs) your man just needs a show, Marie. (laughs) We can start in hashtag masturbation made and have our own little conversation about it on the 2020 social media. What y'all think? Yeah. Sounds good. (laughs) <laughs> All right. So until next time, y'all be blessed. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.